Welcome back, everybody, to a special episode of Webheads. It's special because we're doing it It's special again. because we're here. Together. We're here. As a family. We oh. decided to wake up. <laughs> if you heard that, that was his <laughs> knee cracking. <laughs> we decided to wake up and record another episode for you guys. So for you guys. Let's yeah. jump right into it. Let's do it. Hit it. What's up? What's new? Man, um, nothing. Looking forward to some football games today. Um, it is the conference championship games. Football. Uh, so those should be fun. Last week's games were nuts. I, we, I brought a guest today that is not on mic. And hopefully she uh, doesn't just barge in. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it. I, I've just been playing Pokemon Legends the last couple of days. Oh, that Guardian that started that Guardians of the Galaxy game. Uh, I kind of want to pick that up, but I have too many games I've already yeah. half started. It's fun. I didn't realize that you only play a Star Lord, mm. so that's kind of it's. It was kind of difficult at first because um, you you really do control like the whole team, mm. but you don't play as anybody else. So it's not bad, but I, I'm I'm only I've only played for like total like two hours or so. So I'm not really that far into it. Did you ever um, download the the Spider-Man DLC for the Avengers? No, <laughs> I I deleted that game off of my PlayStation maybe a month into it. I hate that game so much. I, whoever worked on this Guardians game should have just they should have just put everybody on that Guardians team on the Avengers team because that game sucked. Yeah. It's horrible. It's on um, Xbox Game Pass, so I downloaded it, mm. and I played maybe the first two, uh, one and a half levels. I think I got yeah. to like Kamala Khan's like mm. intro level, and I stopped after that. I played it for a little bit longer than that, but it they make it so difficult to figure out how to get to the next mission. Mm. They they don't explain anything clearly. Like there's no like it's so difficult to get to the next mission it's so difficult to find stuff that you're looking for like and i was i played on easy and it was it was so they made it so difficult i hate that game so much and then like i don't even think i kept it long enough for the first dlc to come out like any of it no hawkeye stuff no black panther stuff see they should have just made the game mm -hmm. but not make it microtransaction heavy and yeah, yeah there's a lot of that a lot and everything just feels slow mm -hmm. like the movement feels slow like it just feels i don't feel like i'm a i'm a hero when i play that i just feel like i'm no like the spider-man games the spider-man and then the miles morales one those ones are amazing yeah it you feel like you're like you're spider-man yeah and this avengers game the story sucks and the controls and the, the movement of everybody in the game is just horrible. It would have been cool if they made it like a... You ever play the Lego Marvel games? Mm -hmm. If they made it like that where you can 
yeah unlock you know mm-hmm. x amount of characters and create your own avengers team yeah i understand why they didn't if yeah. you didn't make it look that good you can't put all those characters in there and then use all their powers and stuff i get it but that i think that's why the guardians game is so good so far because it's like yeah the whole team's there but i'm only really controlling one, one character yeah i make all the decisions with that one character we're good just doesn't the game is just bad and it's, that's the crazy thing is it's made by the same company yeah I don't, i'm not ever going back to that game it's I'm, it's funny because i love marvel and i love you know i was mm-hmm. excited for the game before it came out yeah but i kind of want the game to just die already <laughs> just yeah. get it and out then i saw a video of like uh spider-man swinging in the game yeah it's horrible it looks better in the lego one yeah i mean people were saying that like the mechanics of the game really weren't made for swinging so but it's I mean, barely kinda, made for tony flying that's kind of on them for incorporating the character that yeah into a world where and you guys hyped for that the fact that he was going to be there before the game came out no i'm i'm just gonna forget that game existed i'm waiting for uh the new spider-man next year and wolverine this year i think i think next is it this year i think it's this year late I think you gotta get a PS5. Yeah, I yeah that one's gonna be good. I got if the same company that's making Spider Man is making it, which I think it is. Yeah, it's gonna be great. I've just been playing. What have I been playing? Been playing. I, I was I was playing Halo Infinite, and then I keep dying on one of the bosses, so I stopped playing. I've never played any of those games. They're actually really good. So this one's a little bit more open world. Mm-hmm. So you and you have more. Um, maneuverability because mm-hmm. you have like a, a like a grapple hook so yeah. you can move around and go up and down and everything so that's been pretty cool i think it's it's funny because when we first got our xbox when we were younger i feel like you definitely like that was like your thing and then i just never like i don't think i really got into it and then um like i've always just been like playstation yeah because that's what we had for the most part growing up so I I know obviously because I was PlayStation heavy like I never got into Halo, and then we I don't know if we had the capability to play online for a while, or we might have but I wasn't into like I don't think we had Halo, so I wasn't like my friends are playing it I'm not yeah none of my friends had a, a PlayStation so like even if I have Call of Duty I'm not playing with them. Like everybody had Xbox, yeah, and then so like now it's like I, I have the Xbox. Was it the one? That's the the last generation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have that, and I I'm pretty sure you can get all the Halo games through Game Pass. Yeah, but I haven't tried. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're not a first person shooter type person, mm-hmm. then you may not like it. I mean, it's still yeah, I get. I'm old. I get headaches when I play that shit. This, if it's, I can do third person, but if I start doing first person stuff, it's gotten a little bit better. Mm. But it makes it, I get like motion sickness. It's bad. Yeah, I I've been, I stopped playing that for a minute. I went in. I went back to Borderlands Three because I never finished that. Because uh, when you played it on your Xbox One, mm-hmm. even on the on the One X, it would overheat and then crash. So I was just like, I'm not going to play it. But since I got my Series X, I 
it's a lot more powerful so I can handle it. And then, so I went back to that, started playing that. And then I realized I hadn't finished Shining, Shining Pearl. Mm-hmm. And so I tried to finish that one. Legends of Arceus just came out. So I bought that one and started that one. And I never finished Metroid Prime Dread either. So yeah, fairy, I bought Fairy Little Shining Pearl. She, I don't even think she's gotten her first gym badge. She's been playing Animal Crossing still. So. Yeah, I mean the remakes are kind of hard. Like I guess I mean if you never played them, I guess then it's something to kind of that's where something I was new because I never played the original ones. Yeah, but if you've played them before and you know like playing sword and shield and all the mechanics in there and everything but going back to like the old stuff it's kind of like okay i did this already i don't there's nothing really new i was really into this uh i I got brilliant diamond Mm. but i was really into it i i finished my uh was it the Sinnoh pokedex the whatever it was in the original part Mm. and then now i got the national pokedex so i've been trying to get everything there but it's just it's 400 pokemon in Sword and Shield, I I finished my Pokédex. Yeah. Like, all of it. And I have every one of them. Except for... Well, I think... I Actually, I'm missing a few. I might be missing, like, a Legendary somewhere in there. But I got... I've seen everything. Yeah. But it was... it's a, Sword and Shield's a lot easier to, one, catch everything, level things up, breed whatever you need to breed. Yeah. Get everything like that. Like, you could... I was catching stuff i would play for like two hours and then get like 15 20 new pokemon in that time but it's a lot harder and brilliant diamond to do that like the yeah it's a pain in the ass oh something else i did just so i mean we'll we'll jump into the story quick but mm-hmm. uh, i went to hot pot yesterday oh nice where in sunnyville how was it it was good it's uh it's kind of overwhelming mm-hmm Luckily, we went with Juan and uh, Brenda and everybody, and like they had gone before, so they kind of like told us what to do. Mm-hmm. But it was, yeah, it's overwhelming. Danny had never gone either. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. So like we we walk in or we go to our table, and then there's conveyor belt going by, with all like mushrooms, like greens, uh, seafood, mm-hmm. and you can just grab whatever you want. And you know, and then you you get your base, your base soup. Mm-hmm. So they had like I think like six different options, and then they eventually bring out the soup. And I think there they said it was thirty five a person, all you can eat. Yeah, thirty five a person. And then if you want to do the Korean barbecue, it's an extra five dollars. Mm-hmm. So we were like, yeah, we'll do that. And so they bring the soup out, and you can grab whatever you want off the conveyor belt. And there's like the little heaters on your table, mm-hmm. so you put the soup on there, and there's like the control, so you can heat it, you know, wherever you want. But you just dump everything in your soup, and then they brought out the meat, and then we had uh, our friend Manny like cooking up the meat, and then we pass it around. And yeah, I want to go. Yeah, it, it was cool, like just especially because you can, you can, you're pretty much making your own soup mm-hmm. over and over, so you can add whatever you want to add. And yeah, I gotta try that. I put an egg in mine and just let it hard boil. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting in the corner, just eating it like an apple. <laughs> You're sick. You're a sick man. Just, I just imagine all your friends sitting there with you, just chilling, laughing, and here's DeMarco sitting in the at the edge of the table, just eating the egg like an yeah, apple. Yeah, I was because it was like we were there for maybe like an hour and a half or something. Mm-hmm. 
we were maybe like an hour in. And I was starting to get full. So I, <laughs> I just <laughs> peeled the egg and I was just sitting there. And then Monica looks at me and she's like, you're just eating it like an apple. <laughs> you could, I'm sure you had a plate or something. You could have just cut it in half, whatever. Nah. I hard boiled it in my soup. And then ate it like an apple. This guy is sick. At least he was peeled. <laughs> oh, yeah. That makes it better. I'm sorry. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> All right. Let's get into the story today. Today we got a we got a Jack Kirby special today. Written, drawn, and something else. I can't remember. All Jack Kirby. You know, I was looking at his art and his art is very iconic just, you know, because it is the basis of a lot of like the main characters and, you know, their first appearances were drawn by him. Mm-hmm. He draws faces kind of funny sometimes, I notice. He draws faces and makes everybody look like a goof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very just, sometimes he'll put lots of details into it if mm-hmm. it's like a close-up, but if it's like a wide shot, it's just like, it's just like a few lines on just like eyes and nose. Yeah. That's the crazy part is like when he's doing like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a, a zoomed out shot, but there's like buildings and stuff, like mm. an action shot. This man is perfect. Like. He, like, I've seen plenty of panels of his that look like, like, that could be, like, storyboard art for, like, an actual movie. But then when he gets close, like, I haven't written this story today is a Captain America and Falcon story. Mm. The amount of times that he gets close up on Captain America's face and one eye is, like, all wonky. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it looks like, <laughs> it looks like the characters are on drugs. Like, it, it it happens so much when he gets close to their faces. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. He's, he really is great, but yeah. Even he did um, he did the first Eternals story, mm. and everybody there looked wonky, and that was like, 10 years prior to what I'm reading today. Maybe It might be like six or seven years, but that guy gets wonky with those faces. <laughs> it's so funny. But uh, yeah, today we were reading a story called Mad Bomb. We're leading up to uh, the 200, and this story, we're, we're leading up to the 200th issue of Captain America. The the bicentennial is what they're, they're getting at. But we start off in Captain America 193. So we start the story off, and Captain America, this is a Captain America and Falcon story, I should tell you guys. A Captain America issue, but Falcon's here the whole time. Just Like main focus of the issue? He's... Uh, he's basically tag teaming this whole thing, okay. Like the whole way through with Captain America. It says it's just Captain America issues. That's how I found it in um, Marvel Unlimited. But it says Cal- it says Falcon right there on the front cover. <laughs> but he's black, so they probably didn't want to give him credit. Well, he is technically Captain America. Yeah, now in real life or in the MCU. In the books, he's coming back as Captain America too. He's getting his own series. Oh yeah, I saw that. So yeah, we uh, we start the story with Captain America and Falcon. They're sitting in Falcon's uh, kitchen at his house, and they're arm wrestling with each other. <laughs> uh, and mind you, they're in full gear doing this. <laughs> they're not in their regular clothes. And uh, Sam's uh, Sam is for those who don't know, Sam is uh, Falcon in the story. Sam Wilson, same as the movies. Steve Rogers, Captain America. Just so we get that out of the way. 
because I, I I do uh, switch as we go throughout the story. I might say Sam or Falcon. I might say Steve or Cap. Let's try to stay consistent. Let's just call him Steve and Sam. We'll try. I'll try my <laughs> best. I <laughs> cannot guarantee that. Uh, so, yeah, Sam's uh, lady friend, her name is Layla. She's in the kitchen making them both coffee. And then out of nowhere, they're everybody in the room is struck with, like, this big... It, it shows it in the comic as, like, a big mind wave that just sweeps over everybody. I, I know what a mind wave looks like. Yeah, I'm sure everybody does. <laughs> Uh, but it, it causes them to just become filled with like anger and rage. So they start fighting with each other. But first it's just uh, Steve and Sam. They're just like all of a sudden Sam just flips his lid and just starts swinging at Cap. Cap's like, well, wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> What's going on here? And then all of a sudden he starts getting filled with this rage and they're just going back and forth. But quickly, uh, the two of them are able to suppress those feelings. Uh, but now Layla is starting <laughs> to freak out and go like apeshit. And then um, she has a knife in her hand. And now she's trying to kill the both of them. And then all of a sudden, a brick comes to, through the window. <laughs> <laughs> and Captain America goes to investigate it. And then when he looks out the window, he sees that the streets are just filled with people fighting, shooting. They're tearing apart cars. You ever see that video of those pit bulls tearing off that bumper? Yeah. Yeah. The people are doing that, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and it it basically looks like a terrorist attack on the Capitol last year. <laughs> They're just going nuts, just tearing the place apart. And so as the crowd makes its way further down the street, um, after trampling, Captain America jumps out the window, of course, because he's Captain America, tries to go down there to investigate some more. He ends up getting trampled by all those people. <laughs> And then, but they just keep moving. They don't care. They just run him over. And then, as he looks, uh, he looks over. He's basically beaten down on the street. And just has no energy. He looks over at one of the alleys to his left, and he sees just like this big shiny. It's not big, but it's a shiny little device mm. in the alley, and it's just sitting there. And he could tell that as he gets closer, the the mind waves. Or whatever is hitting him just keeps getting stronger. You can feel it getting stronger and stronger as he gets closer. Right as he, he gets right there on it, he grabs it and um, it starts to just overtake him again. But it's because it's, he has it in his hand, it's so strong, he ends up passing out. And from, like all that anger just built up inside of him, it just completely passes out. So when he wakes up, he comes to just with enough energy, is able to push past the anger that's in him, and he breaks the machine. But once he breaks the machine, literally the whole city just goes silent. There's no more fighting. There's no more screaming. He can still see the people down the street, but everybody's just stopped. Nothing else is going on. And then he passes out again. <laughs> um, and then so like a few minutes later, he ends up waking up. And when he does, he sees that... Um, the whole city is like just completely wrecked. The buildings are like, it looks like an alien attack happened. Like the buildings are like falling apart. <laughs> People really wrecked the city while this was happening. Steve and Sam meet back up and they're trying to figure out how this whole thing started. When all of a sudden a mysterious stranger just hands them a piece of metal and says, oh, this is a piece of the mad bomb <laughs> from down the street. 
Hey, you guys know what this is? Hey, I know what it is. You guys are superheroes, right? <laughs> this is from that mad bomb that was down the street. <laughs> and then, but right now, uh, Captain America is still trying to come too. He doesn't really remember everything that's happened up to this point. And then the mysterious man says, uh, you two got to come with me. <laughs> You're <laughs> under citizen's arrest. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys want to save the country, you guys have to come with me. <laughs> I'm sorry if you guys heard that mad person screaming. It's just <laughs> we've, incru- we've incorporated sound effects to give it the full effect <laughs> of the story. So that's the sound of the mad people in the town. Yeah. Uh, today was a bring your daughter to work day and um so i brought mine and then and i don't have have kids so uh, for him it was bring your niece to work day and she is going nuts out there so yeah the mysterious man says hey if you guys want to save the country you guys got to come with me so of course they go it's captain america so they fly off together in this ship they land at the mystery what they land at what the mystery man calls mad bomb control sometimes the characters make really good decisions, mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, that's Cap, like, smart, yeah. type, ta- tactile. And the other parts, he's just like, okay, mister, let's go. Okay, it's, it's for America. <laughs> All right. Sam, come with me. <laughs> you don't know this man from anybody else. So, yeah, they, they show up at Mad Bomb Control, and the man leads uh, Captain America and Falcon to a door. And he says, hey, uh, we're going to part ways here. But when the door opens, just go through. <laughs> and then when it does, Cap just goes through pridefully like he normally does. And, <laughs> and Falcon goes through cautiously knowing that something is going, he's, something's wrong here. Just stand on the X. Yeah. <laughs> and when you see the laser point on your forehead, then you know you're good. Yeah. Just walk towards it. <laughs> so they're immediately hit with the booby trap after booby trap. But they find a switch to a trap door uh, that drops them down into what looks like a backstage studio. And then when they're down there, they're greeted by someone who keeps calling, or who they keep calling uh, Mr. Secretary. So this is obviously something that's going on with the government. And they say, and Cap's like, like what the hell is going on here? And the secretary says, uh, I chose you two to help us find and destroy all of the mad bombs in existence. And Sam is still looking at him like, what the hell are we talking about? What is a mad bomb? Like, <laughs> you guys haven't explained any of this to us. The secretary says, we've already found a few, uh, but we found them too late. And then they ended up destroying cities. And the bombs have just been getting gradually bigger every time we uh, we find them. So, so far, they've been the size of like whistles footballs and that's how you know it was old story because they well, whistle was the first example that they threw out <laughs> you know a dilly dolly whistle <laughs> you know the cracker jacks you find any cracker jacks the size of that that you buy for 50 cents out of the corner market it's more expensive <laughs> you see a little thing in the panel in the corner that's more expensive than this book <laughs> hey kids go on down to the corner market buy a box of cracker jacks Open it up. Give a whistle. Now you'll know how big a mad bomb is. Yeah. So yeah, they've been ones. They've been the size of whistles up to footballs. Uh, but the photo that the secretary has shows that the next big one that's going to go off is about three stories tall. So the one that Captain America originally real found, gradual. Yeah. <laughs> the the one that Captain America originally found was about the size of maybe your cell phone. 
<laughs> and that wrecked the whole <laughs> damn near the whole city. <laughs> and now this they're gradually stepping up to one that's three stories tall. It's gonna wreck the whole world. What are these supervillains thinking? Lately I've been because we read so much, yeah. I always think, What is your end goal here? <laughs> what is your like okay, cool, you wanna take over the world, but you're gonna kill everybody and yeah. no one's like then you just have a bunch of empty cities yeah. for you to do what? Are you going to rule? <laughs> oh, cool. Now you have all the money in the world. For what? <laughs> you just walk in and yeah. take anything you want anyways. <laughs> money has no... Oh, you want to rule America? <laughs> cool. You're going to be the only one here. <laughs> no one cares. Two white people are going to survive this whole thing, and then they're going to find your country in a few years, <laughs> and they're going to take it over again. <laughs> so <laughs> if you think you can handle that, then go for it. <laughs> So that was uh, that was the beginning of our story. That was issue one ninety three. In one ninety four, after we just found out the next one is three stories tall, we see Captain America and Falcon strapped into a machine that is going to immunize them with electric shocks against any mad bomb that goes off near them. <laughs> and then we cut to a man named Tori uh, talking to another man named Henshin about their plan to take over America. And get back to the good old days before the Declaration of Independence. So if you know of any stories about America and the good old times before the Declaration of Independence, I'm pretty sure you know what these people look like. I'm pretty sure. British? Yeah, and white. Um, so they just want to make America Britain again? Yeah, so I'm pretty sure and I'm assuming they want to bring back slavery. But I just, I'm just assuming that. So uh, then Tori brings out a picture of a man. <laughs> they, have, they have MABA hats. Make America Britain again. There's <laughs> just two guys walking around with a flag that says MABA. Yeah. And MABA hats. <laughs> After they've killed everyone in the world. They're just. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> they're just waving their British flag around <laughs> the dead streets of America. For nobody to see. <laughs> so uh, so then Tori brings out a picture of a man uh, that uh, killed one of his long-lost ancestors. And that man is Captain Stephen Rogers. Not Captain America. This is Captain America's great-great-grandfather. This man killed one of his one of Tori's ancestors. And now Tori wants revenge for his family. His name is... So Steve Rogers' great-grandfather... His great great grandfather was also named Steve Rogers, Captain Stephen Rogers. Sure, yeah, why not? <laughs> you, so now, <laughs> you could have named him Gregory Rogers and just said, Yeah, this is his grandfather, but you could have, but you got to really drive in that relation there. So, <laughs> so now Tori wants revenge for his family and he plans to kill um, Captain Steve Rogers, only, only living descendant. And who else could that be but a man named Steve Rogers? from a logical aspect mm -hmm. so let's say your ancestor is killed by someone else's ancestor right yeah you know the history mm -hmm. but the other person doesn't know the history they can just be mm -hmm. you know and then you kill them what revenge do you get from that i don't know why do what you satisfaction have... comes from that i understand family pride i get it yeah you that's maybe that's that's i would assume that that's what people thrive for is to have pride in your family and family name but that much yeah like, like multiple generations yeah like you're you're already this man's rich he's living a life in america yeah i can see what if you? i can see if like 
by that person dying, like it ruined your whole family, yeah. and you you guys, you know, were just destroyed after that. I can see that, but yeah. if you're rich already, and what, what do you, <laughs> what like, more do you, what more do you need? <laughs> and so, for those of you uh, wondering at this point, no, this man does not know that Steve, the living Steve Rogers, is Captain America. So his goal is just. So he thinks that this he knows that Steve Rogers originally was a scrawny little uh, man who got kicked out of the army because he couldn't take it. Okay. He does not know that that Steve Rogers is now Captain America. So he did his research enough to know that this man got kicked out of the <laughs> army, but not that. <laughs> uh, sir, I have some other information. Don't need it. Don't need it. <laughs> I know who I'm looking for. I'm pretty sure he's still a scrawny looking guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's working at some deli in Brooklyn right now. It's not going to be that hard for me to take care of this guy. <laughs> Look at him. He's scrawny. I bet he couldn't even pick up a shield or like, I don't know. <laughs> I can't even imagine this man wearing a costume. This man doesn't even get dressed up on Halloween. So you guys just leave me alone. I don't need anything else, okay? Hand me my knuckle dusters. I'll be back. <laughs> So after that, we cut back to Captain America and Sam uh, waking up from the shock therapy that they had. And for some reason, they're laying in the same bed next to each other. And then <laughs> waking Don't up. Don't you hate when that happens? Yeah. You, <laughs> you get electroshock therapy and then wake up in the bed next to your best friend in your underwear. I hate when that happens. <laughs> so uh, then the doctor walks in the room and he, uh, he checks on them make sure that they're okay to go and then <laughs> uh, now they're just out on a mission and then they've they're flying the ship because of course they both know how to fly ships and they find a lost shield agent uh while they're flying around and <laughs> then in the sky yeah they're flying kind of low <laughs> it's a small ship like it's like a it almost looks like they're flying through like the Grand Canyon. <laughs> like find a shield. Yeah, they find a lost shield agent down <laughs> it's there. It's like a quest. But they they get too distracted when they're flying and they see him that they don't realize um, that there's a giant in their way. And then they As try to happen. Yeah. Happens all the time. So when they finally see the giant, they swerve off, and they uh, the plane crashes into a, the Rocky Mountain that they're <laughs> flying through. So both of them were just like, shield agent? A shield agent? Oh, my God. <laughs> look to your left. Wow, look at that. Oh, no, a giant swerve. What the hell? And so they swerve, and then they crash into the, the mountain. But that's what you would think. It doesn't burst into flames. It just bounces <laughs> off. Because the, the rocks that they, they run into are made of rubber. Kind of wacky dilly BS is this, man? Uh, so their ship, but their ship, <laughs> they hit the rubber rocks, but it does bounce off. <laughs> so the the ship still does end up getting wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> and then as soon as they step out, uh, they're welcomed by an armed guard of the Royalist Forces of America. And then Sam and Cap, are they're not for play play, so they they basically jump the guard. <laughs> And then they steal his gun. And then when more guards come out, uh, this wonderful duo from America run towards the fight with guns blazing that they just stole. Are they in America still? Yes. Okay. Yes, this all happens in America. 
Only in America. Only in America could this happen. <laughs> <laughs> Those Sam and Capper, they're knocking people out left and right. And they finally get the upper hand for a minute until one of the guards comes out with a gun that uses the same brainwaves as the Mad Bomb. And he shoots them with it. And you might be thinking they were immunized, so it's not going to bother them. But this is a good lesson for you kids. They were immunized, but just because they were immunized doesn't mean it doesn't affect them at all. It just means that they won't get hurt as badly as if they didn't get immunized. And that should ring a lot of bells in people's heads. <laughs> Listen, just get it. Just do it. Please. <laughs> Someone's listening right now. I'm like, this is all a ploy to get me to get vaccinated. <laughs> this is even a real story. <laughs> this goddamn Biden is putting it in podcast now. <laughs> Not my podcast, Biden. <laughs> Can't even enjoy my comic books, damn it. <laughs> Dems are always ruining everything. <laughs> So was so was Captain America and Falcon both beat down now. We find out that the guards are working for that man Tori and the guy that he was talking to, Hessian. And now they're both locked in a cell. And now that they're waking up, Falcon uh, and Captain America realize that they're surrounded by a bunch of giants and other kind of creatures in this jail cell. Do they wake up naked next to each other again? No, this time they're in their, their fake shield uniforms, <laughs> unfortunately. So uh, they realize that the people that they're surrounded by have been experimented on by uh, this Tory and Hessian and his whole little royalist group of people that want to take over America. They learn, Captain America and Falcon learn that they're next in line to be experimented on. And then after deciding that they aren't going to let that happen, they take off their fake uniforms and they get they have their regular uniforms under that, of course. And then they just get ready to beat some ass. And then that was 194. 195, they break through the prison doors, and every guard in there gets a personal ass whooping from the both of them. <laughs> Thanks for the laugh. Uh, they make their way uh, to the room where the people are being experimented on. They're turning normal people that they've captured and kidnapped uh, basically into uh, these giants and just random creatures of the night. <laughs> the, they plan on using these people as slaves. I told you. They, <laughs> they're using them as slaves. And then out of nowhere, this woman walks in and says uh, her name is Cheer Chadwick. And her daddy is one of the elite in what they're calling the conspirators. So this group of people that is trying to take over America is called the Conspirators. This is ringing. This is pretty close to home to my I know. I'm telling you. It's pretty weird. <laughs> so Cheer Chadwick and her, da her, uh, yeah, her dad's one of the elite people in this group called the Conspirators. And she tells the guards, hey, back off. These two, Captain America and Falcon, they're guests of mine. And the three of them just walk off. If you hurt one hair on their head, my daddy's going <laughs> to whoop your my ass. daddy's going to beat your ass. <laughs> and throw you in the lake. <laughs> Go swim in the lake, you dummy. <laughs> now let's get it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> she, she grabs the Captain America and Sam. <laughs> they walk they, into they, their room <laughs> and that dude's in there making crawfish. <laughs> 
<laughs> he has those, those Oakley sunglasses <laughs> like that just go across his face. <laughs> What's going on, boys? <laughs> so Captain America and Falcon are both hoping that she's going to take them to see uh, what every what everybody is calling the big three-story Mad Bomb. They're calling it the Big Daddy. And then, uh, yeah, so those two are hoping that she's going to actually just lead them to it. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then before seeing the surprise uh, she says hold on i got a surprise for you guys and then before seeing the surprise we cut away and we see an army squadron plane looking through the area where captain america and cap and falcon were flying looking for them because they haven't <laughs> signaled back on the radio saying anything so now the army's out there looking for them back in this underground area where these two are cap sam and cheer are staring at this huge screen. This is probably hitting home again. They're, st- they're staring at this huge screen showing fake propaganda videos <laughs> to brain <laughs> to brainwash a crowd of white people just standing there. And they're just, they're just cheering it on. They're like, yeah, kill for America. <laughs> and the, the video is saying, um, America is trying to steal your freedoms and is asking the crowd to kill the freedom freaks and these people are just eating it up. <laughs> and Cap and Sam, they're just not impressed by any of this. And they want to know, where the hell is the Big Daddy at? That's all we want to know. <laughs> and then right then, this large warrior that works for the conspirators comes out. And she slaps the crap out of these two Avengers. And she beats them down pretty bad. Cap just got completely demolished in all of this. And Falcon gets it even worse than him. <laughs> and then the soldier says, you know what? These two aren't built to be on my team. <laughs> and then before you ask, uh, at this point, I have no idea what team she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I, she says, they're not built to be on my team. No, At no point in this story has she has anybody mentioned the team. <laughs> of anything. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine them getting beat, and then she says that, and then Cheer just <laughs> the, the warrior leaves, and Cheer's like, I don't know who the fuck that was. <laughs> who the fuck was that? <laughs> what team is she talking about? <laughs> we haven't discussed anything about any teams being built. As much as I wish that was the part of the story, Cheer says, No, I, I'm deciding for you. That they're going to be on the team, and I think they'll be perfect for it. When the warrior leaves, Cheer calls her daddy up and tells him, hey, Captain America and Falcon have been asking about the Mad Bomb, the big daddy. And he says, oh, don't worry about it. It's already in a designated place. It's ready to go off at the Bicentennial celebration. We're okay. That was 195. 196, we cut to Captain America being forced into joining a battle derby, which is basically roller derby for the conspirator guards. And that's the team that she was talking about. He's, <laughs> he's thrown in a cell uh, with Falcon for not wanting to be on the team and not cooperating. And then when they finally, the two of them gather themselves, gather themselves, they realize that Cap's shield was stolen in the whole midst of this. After he was beaten up by the, the guard, someone stole his shield. So he's like, no, I got to get that back. So he's like, okay, yeah, we'll join your team because I know somebody out there has my shield. And then when the derby starts, uh, Cheer gets pissed because Captain of, Captain America and Falcon, they're just not with the whole, they're not really playing this whole battle derby the way that it should be played. And then the large warrior woman 
comes back and she's like, hey, you guys need to, like, you guys got to get this together. Like, I don't lose. <laughs> Doesn't this seem kind of, I don't know, like, pointless to, like, you had two superheroes break into your top secret facility and you're yeah. just going to use them for your <laughs> mm-hmm. your team camaraderie sports? Yeah, just kill them. Yeah, or mutate them, whatever yeah, you're going to do. do whatever you're going to do. <laughs> use them for your benefit. You do them in your... Your organized team sports <laughs> for what? <laughs> it's it's kind of like it's like a weirder version of Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, at least Why? that made sense. Yeah, this doesn't. <laughs> so she's like, yeah, the Warriors like you guys gotta like get your shit together because I'm like I don't lose this game. Uh, we cut to outside of the base. The army's still looking for them. Uh, when they finally get a hit, they find a weak spot in the rocks and realize that it was their fake rocks. And, <laughs> and then they're like, all right, that's our that's our in. Let's go. We cut back inside to the derby. And then Captain <laughs> Captain America and Falcon are on these, uh, these weird skateboard, hoverboard looking things. And they're ready to roll. They're, but Captain America sees the guy with his shield. So that's the only thing he's going <laughs> for. And so the battle derby starts up again. Uh, it's, it's nuts. There's fire, explosions, punching people. There's nets. And uh, for some reason, this story has a lot of explosions. <laughs> I'm going to get to a lot more after this. But this was the first explosion. Uh, Captain America doesn't care about any of that uh, because he just wants his shield back. And he's getting closer and closer to the guy that has it. When he gets close enough, he just punches this guy harder than I've ever seen Captain America punch anybody. He does not pull back on this punch whatsoever. And this guy just... <laughs> when he punches him, this guy explodes. <laughs> <laughs> he completely explodes. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know what was... I don't know what this guy was made of, but he got punched and he exploded <laughs> but because I don't, because no one was expecting that captain america gets blasted back from the explosion <laughs> and then when he's finally coming to he wakes up and the warriors are coming at him with like this this fan with these sharp ass blades on it and the it's just moving faster than he expects it and they're trying to kill him with it because <laughs> you ruin the whole game <laughs> <laughs> and then luckily falcon comes in with the uh he comes in for the save they find uh they, that there's now a new guy holding the shield because the last guy exploded <laughs> and then um captain america just starts running towards him like he did the last guy <laughs> and then <laughs> we don't see what happens but it uh that was the end of 196 <laughs> So in 197, now we see what he's going to do to this new guy with the shield. He lays some pretty heavy hits on this guy. He doesn't explode. Uh, but somehow this warrior is actually putting up a fight with him. And one thing I want to say, too, is that they imprisoned these two. And the only thing they took was the shield. <laughs> Falcon still has his wings. He can still fly around. That's all you guys did was take a shield. Yeah, that's... <laughs> that's what are you, like, so, yeah, the guy with the sh- that has the shield is putting up a fight. Of course, Captain America gets the upper hand. Uh, so the warrior throws a shield and says, hey, I give up. Whatever. <laughs> take it. I don't care. Uh, but he's, he's trying to be slick. And he thinks, uh, let me just throw the shield. Here, take it back. But he thinks that he's going to hit Captain America with it. This is his shield. But he, what he doesn't know is that Captain America's shield can act like a boomerang. Mm. 
So <laughs> when he throws the shield, Captain America, he throws it like behind him, like eh, whatever. But the shield jewel is flying past Captain America and Cap knows it's going to come flying back. So <laughs> he jumps at the right time <laughs> and then it goes through Captain America's legs from behind and just goes right back at the guy and just kills him. <laughs> but sorry, I forgot to say it hits the guy and it hits him in the head and he explodes. <laughs> just completely explodes. What? This is issue what number? 197. I gotta look this up. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, so now we cut back to the army. Now that they've found their entry point, they're ready to go in, but they have to shoot away some of the actual rock around it so they can get in there. They end up hitting the wrong spot <laughs> and causing another explosion. But it does open up the entrance. It opens up the entrance, and then that's when they roll in. Captain America is giving all of the people down there a speech about how this is all really messed up and they should be living in the real America. And they're all telling him, just shut the hell up, dude. We're here for a reason. And then Cheer comes in. She tells Captain America and Falcon, just take your winnings from winning the whole game. Get out of here before I have to have you guys killed. <laughs> Captain America says, hey, you know what? Just listen. let me talk to your daddy, baby. <laughs> I'm not playing these games anymore. Where's your dad at? And she's, <laughs> she says, screw you. And then <laughs> she orders everyone there to kill the both of them. Out of nowhere, a large explosion happens. <laughs> and the army has made their way through, and now everyone is stampeding out. Captain America and Falcon make their way out, and now they're trying to find the Mad Bomb, the Big Daddy, leaving the army to handle everything else. The warriors of the conspirators pull out the big guns that they have, and they start wrecking the army pretty badly. They blow up a tank, everything. Cap and Falcon make their way back to the fight to help, to help the army out. Cap comes out, thanks the general for getting there when he did. And then we see Cheer and her daddy fleeing the area in what looks like a high-speed rail train. And that was 197, 198. At this point, the conspirators seem to be one step of... They seem to be one step ahead of Captain America and Falcon at this point. And they realize this once they made it. They realize this once they made it to the warehouse used to hold the Mad Bomb, the Big Daddy. Uh, but it's no longer there anymore. And then while searching the warehouse, the general gets new commands for himself and the American duo. They need to go find a man named Mason Harding because he's believed to be the creator of the Mad Bomb. So we jump to or we jump forward sometime and we see mason harding leaving his hideout after checking on his recovering daughter carol who just left surgery and he's been cased or he's being cased by someone hiding in the trees later on in the darkness of the night harding's daughter is greeted by someone coming through the window and it's none under none other than captain america dun, dun, dun. creeping into people's windows <laughs> and then surprisingly carol isn't spooked by this she isn't shocked uh, she <laughs> all she wants is just somebody to talk to <laughs> she has no idea who cap is and he says i can't tell you who i am either but he's in full captain america garb red white blue everything <laughs> but he's like well i can't tell you who i am <laughs> Oh, I wonder who it is. And then he tells her, um, 
but you can't tell. And like, I'm not telling you who I am, but you also can't tell anybody that I was here. <laughs> Seeing as he's the first decent person that she's had to talk to in a long time, she immediately starts catching feelings for this guy. She's begging him to stay, begging him to just keep talking to her. And he says, I have to go, but we can meet up another time, maybe tomorrow. And they... <laughs> Good old Captain America. Yeah. And then uh, she agrees to meet at the beach. And then he's like, all right, peace <laughs> out. Hops back out the window. Oh, I can't right now, babe. But, uh, you know, uh, meet me at the beach uh, do it tomorrow. Right now, sweetheart. I'll, and, I'll meet uh... you right there on the beach. <laughs> Sunset. I'll be there. And then he says, I have to go, but we can meet up maybe tomorrow. They agree to meet at the beach. He leaves. He's accomplished nothing <laughs> that he planned to do in this house. Nothing. Cap meets back up with Falcon. They discuss and then decide or they have to find Harding when he comes to visit his daughter Carol again because he, he comes at least once a day to see her. Cap says they have to be careful though so that Carol doesn't get hurt in all of this because he feels for this woman in the five minutes that they were with each other. So they're hoping that, that he comes while Carol is supposed to be at that meeting at the beach with Captain America. So <laughs> the next day when Carol shows up at the beach, because of course she's going to, our guy Steve Rogers is waiting for her on the beach on horseback. <laughs> <laughs> this man pulled up on the beach on a horse to impress this girl. And then back at her safe house, Falcon and the S.H.I.E.L.D. members are tearing that house apart. And all of Mason Harding's goons uh, are just getting beat down with the house. And that was 198. <laughs> <laughs> so in 199, after his little rendezvous, uh, Cap is back at the Harding estate uh, kicking ass with Sam. They're beating everybody. S.H.I.E.L.D.'s plan is to beat all of Harding's men, replace them with S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, so they can ambush him when he returns. As if he wouldn't realize that those aren't his people. <laughs> So <laughs> Cap lets Carol know uh, that she has to leave that she has to leave the estate so she's safe and out of harm's way. Carol is basically in love with Captain America at this point because he's not a hater. <laughs> and that was those were her exact words too. She was like, I I have so much feeling for you because you don't hate. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so meanwhile, uh, back at Tori's house. From the beginning of the story, uh, Mason Harding is livid over there. He's because Tori says, hey, you can't go back to the house uh, because I know that the feds are watching the house. And if you get caught up, then we're all going down. Tori also knows that Captain America and Falcon's plan was to ambush Harding. So they throw Harding in a room basically just by himself uh, to stop him from going anywhere. But when he gets in there, he reaches in his pocket and he pulls out a little dime sized mad bomb. And he sets it off, causing the guards to shoot each other because they're now they have all that rage in them. And then <laughs> because they shot each other, now he can skip out and <laughs> get out of there to go see his daughter. And then a car shows up at the Harding estate and Captain America goes into full boss mode thinking, all right, things are going to start to pop off. We're good. Let's go. Falcon completely stops him from even touching that car. And he's like, Cap, don't do it. Leave it alone. And then right when Falcon swoops him up off the ground and flies him up, the car explodes. And he's like, I like way back there when the car first turned the corner, I could see that it was fake. There's nothing. There's not even people in the car. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going. So uh, now that they know that their whole plan is just ruined, Harding's not showing up. They're all just sitting in the Harding estate taking a coffee break. 
And then they try to figure out the next step when all of a sudden Mason Harding just walks in and he's like, where's my daughter? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But uh, the American duo there say, hey, just shut up. Tell us where the big daddy is. And since uh, Harding no longer wants to be a part of anything to do with the conspirators, he's like, all right, just give me a piece of paper. (laughs) I'll write everything down. And then uh, he gives them this, uh, this serum, this immunity serum. So now that they t- they already took the immunization, so they were good. They could have lived through it. But now they're going to have immunity to it, so they're straight. <laughs> and then back at uh, Tori's house, they're having their little elite party because it's about to be the bicentennial. The bomb's going to go off. They're safe. Tori's standing at the... Uh, at his little podium in front of his whole little party. And he's like, yeah, guys, we're going to set this thing off in just a few minutes. That bomb's going to go off and we're going to be the elite in all of America. Maba, Maba, Maba. Yeah, yeah kill him. <laughs> kill America. Britain rocks. <laughs> and everyone just like shouting British things. The Beatles. <laughs> Tea and crumpets. <laughs> Nasty breakfast. <laughs> Chicken tiki masala. <laughs> oh no, we can't have that. We're killing all the Indians too. Isn't that the national dish of like Britain or something? I think so, yeah. yeah. But it's because they have so many Indian people out there. Now what are you guys going to do? You're going to eat dry ass biscuits and beans for breakfast. <laughs> so, so now we, here we are. Issue 200 of Captain America. The bicentennial is happening. Whoa. Wow, dude. Wow, 200? It's like 100 more than 100. Wow, I can't even count that high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here we are. Little does Tori know uh, that Cap and his technicians uh, from S.H.I.E.L.D. are outside dismantling the sonic uh, force field machine that they have built around this whole building. And after they dismantle it, Cap and the soldiers move to the outer wall of the building and they take out the guards there and on the other side and they quickly take out the other guards that are on marching duty around the building. Across town, Falcon is on his way to dismantle the greatest bomb in American history that could easily kill everybody in the world. It's They're trying to take over America, but this bomb will literally kill everybody in the world. It's overkill. Yeah. They didn't, they don't, these villains don't think this stuff through. So uh, Falcon is having um, an internal crisis because uh, what he's doing can save America and the world. But he's also fighting, he's realizing now that he's fighting for a country that historically has treated him and people that look like him like shit. You know, I agree with him, but that's probably not the right time to have that. probably not. You probably should have thought about this when you became a superhero. But I get it. I mean... You're not wrong. Yeah, he's not wrong, but he's damned if he does, damned if he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> so it's either... It, you he's save. not coming out on top on you in either situation. No, it's either you save everybody and you still kind of get treated like shit, or everybody dies. So it's, you got to choose one, man. And then, so yeah, he's thinking that, and then once he gets to the tower, um, holding the big daddy, he starts just busting heads for all the guards that are in there. <laughs> The rest of, uh, he calls in the rest of his team to meet him at the tower. And then one of the conspirator warriors comes in, basically on a video chat (laughs) into the room. And he sees, uh, he was trying to get a hold of the warriors that were there. And then instead he sees Falcon and his boys just chilling there when they shouldn't be there. So knowing that the fight is coming to them, 
Sam takes off uh, to find the fight first. He's like, I'm just going <laughs> to meet this head on. And then he handles that fight faster than I expected. They, <laughs> It was like minutes and that whole thing was over. And then back at the Tory mansion, uh, Cap is ready to just bust through a window and just get this whole party started. He sees a guard standing there that's uh, dressed like George Washington. So <laughs> he just, he's like... Nah, he kicks in the door and then he punches this guy just like he did that other guy <laughs> and just lays him out. <laughs> and then Cap makes it uh, far enough to make it to the hall where Tori is giving a speech to all of his fellow elite conspirators about how uh, he's given the word to activate the Mad Bomb and they're minutes away from controlling the world. Falcon makes his... <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Falcon makes his way to the Mad Bomb, and finally he has uh, he's he's beat all of the lackey guards that are surrounding it, but they've already activated it, and he has to turn it all off within like the next ten seconds. Uh, but to destroy it, he needs to turn the sonic wave machine to an all-time high, and the sonic waves will destroy the machine, but they're hurting everybody around. So like. Falcon, all of his team, these sonic waves that first I, I'll get to it after I finish, but part of that part doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> but none of these villains make sense to me ever. So uh, yeah, so everybody's getting hurt with the sonic machine going off. Back at the Tory Mansion again, Tory's going on to everyone about how badly he wants to kill Steve Rogers, uh, not knowing that Steve Rogers is right behind him. And so Cap steps out and he says, "Hey, I'm here." <laughs> go ahead and do it and then he <laughs> cap says all right guys i'm here i'm ready for you he hands tori a gun and he <laughs> says here do it <laughs> he, he hands him the gun and he brings the gun to him he's like do it kill me <laughs> he said you wanted to kill me do it so they just end up staring each other down and then uh, tori d- doesn't have the guts to do it and then cap has all of the conspirators arrested then he gets a call from falcon saying that the mad bomb has finally been dismantled and destroyed and just like that the nation stands free america get out of here britain and that was it that was the mad bomb story leading up to the 200th issue of captain america wow that was uh started in 1963 i think somewhere around there and this story is in 70 six jeez so 200 issues in that was that was the story of the mad bomb i liked it dude it's it wasn't as bad as i thought it was gonna be no it surprisingly for it being eight issues it was kind of like concise Mm. and didn't like drag on yeah for too much like there wasn't a whole bunch of filler that wasn't necessary to the story yeah from how you described it it seemed like they were like beat for beat you know it's like this thing takes you to this thing this thing like yeah. There, yeah, there wasn't a lot of filler. And... Yeah, granted, I I did take more time on my notes this week, so I cut <laughs> out what didn't need to be there. Thank you, we <laughs> we appreciate that. <laughs> but even then, I didn't I didn't have to take out much. Okay. Yeah, it's a. I thought it was a good story. A lot of explosions, <laughs> which I like. A lot of people exploding. Yeah. So for uh, for me on my end, just getting straight to it, I'm giving it the Webhead stamp of approval this week. I'd give it a stamp of approval from what you, from what I uh, got from you. It was good. Yeah. I liked it. Especially the Superman, Spider-Man story was good. Private War of Doctor Doom wasn't as good. And some, even some of the stories from the last, 
the last volume weren't as good. This was definitely better than a lot of those. Yeah, we're inching our way closer to more tighter stories. Yeah, we're, uh, I want to say, two or two or three weeks from finally hitting the 80s. So we're, we're about 41 years into, <laughs> into when, from when we started our first episode. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I, I liked, there wasn't too many characters. It wasn't like overkill. Yeah. Just Captain America and Falcon beating ass, fighting for America. That I think that makes a good story where there's not too many characters in there. Mm-hmm. It's straight to the point. You yeah. know what their goal is, what they're excuse me, what they're trying to do. Yeah. Um Well that's that's kind of what we were saying in the, the Spider Man, the Superman Spider Man one. It was really just the two of them yeah. fighting two other people. But that was a good story. Mm. And then you go to the next week and then there's Doctor Doom, Captain America, Namor, Fantastic Four, all the Avengers. Avengers like, there's so many people. The fake Batman. <laughs> like, is a like I know that there's gonna be stories where there's like a lot more characters yeah. that are still good, but we haven't hit one yet. But I, I'm I'm excited for when <clears throat> this is probably gonna be closer to like the 90s and maybe like 2000s when the 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 stories are going to be like encapsulated in their own thing, not yeah. like you know read Captain America, blah blah blah. Yeah, the crossovers are this. cool sometimes, but it because they're they're usually different writers. Yeah, each writer is trying to get their own piece of the pie. There's so, still a story that they're trying to follow into yeah. those ones, and then you're reading things that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Yeah, but once it's like actual like an event. Like one tw- like Civil War, for example, that's gonna be one where, yeah, we could read the the outside stuff, but mm-hmm. there is gonna be like a main yeah series that we can just read, which will be easier. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, keep getting those numbers up. Even just share it with somebody. If you know somebody that's into comic books, just send it their way. Tell them to check it out. Yeah, do it. Do it. Send it. God damn it. Making me angry. Show me your phone. <laughs> Pull it out. Send it to people. I know this person likes it. <laughs> I saw the, I saw them at the movies when I was there. Take you to the movie show day. Oh, I forgot about that song. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Remember, send it to a friend. Uh, find us on Instagram, TikTok. YouTube. YouTube. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, almost anywhere you could find a podcast, we're there. And Except for up your butt. You shouldn't find podcasts there anyways. <laughs> <laughs> if you find a podcast up there, you should probably go get it checked out by the doctor. Up your tukis. <laughs> All right, guys. Peace. Bye.